You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. that clap tom <laughs> you've had better <laughs> Listen sorry up. i'm going to talk into a microphone that's not even in front of me i was like yeah. mm-hmm. you know what we all do it sometimes mm-hmm. uh welcome to axe to grind uh the hardcore podcast where you are this is a magic carpet ride of a fucking episode but before we get to that i'm patrick i'm bob i'm tom <laughs> tom you see joining sad. us what today is cisco <laughs> dumps like a truck what 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 <laughs> So, Guys like what? But, but, but. This is a crazy, no, 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 this is a crazy no, episode no. that I think might leave me. Right now, I'm up. I'm fucking charmed. I feel good, blessed, and highly favored. I think there's a chance that what I feel bad saying? at the end of this recording. Let's give it a go. But before we do, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Our sponsors. Let's start with Death Wish. I'm ready. He's okay. ready. He's on it. I'm back. We're back. Um, if you go to the Death Wish Inc., um, a, a record that I quite like. Wait, would you say Death Wish Inc. again? Death Wish Inc. I, you, it got all tongue-tied. No, it's all right. Dude, I've been he talking never since hammers 10 a.m. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I get you both with that, so you're all right. So on deathwishinc.com, um, if you go to like their band section... And Active Bands, okay. a band on there called Boy Sets Fire. Okay. They put out a, an EP by mm. Boy Sets Fire that is currently out of print. Mm. But if you go to the right, I don't know if this is a split release, if they're carrying it in their distro. It's not really clear, but it's uh, End Hits from Germany put it out. Yep. It's a Shout reissue. Shout out to Oise. That's your boy? Yep. It's a reissue of the, to me, the best Boy Sets Fire material, The Day the Sun Went Out, mm. that was on Initial Records. 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, super great record. I really, really like it. Very, almost a little too earnest for its own good. Yeah. Um, that's the major. That's, that's actually, my big that's, problem yeah, with the band, though. No? Yeah, but I really, really. This is uh, a favorite. One of my, you know, favorite records around this time. So I would tell you to go to deathwishinc.com, put in the promo code. Axe to grind. Now, Pat, what are you going to do? Spell it out. And go buy that shit. Cop that. Uh, cop that. It is, uh, to some of you, that's going to be uh, a blast from the past. And to others of you, you're going to hear a lot of what you hear in- What you mo- like now. Yes. You're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, we, we give credit to stuff like Modern Life is War for kind of building that, and they deserve all that credit. Yes. You can hear little, little nuggets of stuff- in Boy Sets Fire that leads to that. And I'm not I don't even know that Boy Sets Fire was an ex, it was a uh, exposure point to those bands, but it's all it's it's that kind of weird similarity that I I hear a bit in that kind of show. I think if you're of a certain age, Boy Sets Fire was hard to avoid for maybe maybe just 5 years, but hard to avoid. Yes, 100%. Now, may I talk about our other sponsor for today? Let's do it. That would be that would be Run for Cover. I think, not just because they put out my records, this is one of the stronger labels of our day. Absolutely. And I am here to celebrate today a record that I hadn't really given a shot, 
mm-hmm. called American Pleasure Club is the name of the band. And now you've checked it out. Fucking Bliss is the name of the record. Now, you know that that's a good start for me. Fucking Bliss, yeah. Anytime you have fucking in your name. Curse yo, let in. me just say, my dude, mm. things on Run For Cover sell fucking copies. Mm, There's true. a lot of fucking successful bands. Yo, if you think about labels that have people that aren't working other jobs for like while they play music, Run For Cover has more than you could hope for, really. Right? Yes. When you name your record fucking Bliss, you're not interested in being... No. Highly successful, you're interested in being highly provocative. To which I say, God bless. I listen to this record. I get it because it's sarcastic because this is not a blissful record. This is a miserable human being. This is somebody going through it who is not happy during the recording of this record. Mm, True. And I think that if you are going through a thing and you're one of these fucking masochists who likes to listen to difficult things while you're in a difficult place, which actually psychologically they say is most people. Yes. Right? Yes. I prefer to try to bang myself out of it. Be like, no, I need some fucking reggae. You know what I mean? Like, stop. Yeah, you stop. prefer one. Give me some reggae. Give me some reggae. Stop. You ever hit- see fucking Axl Rose do that? No. What's he doing? Oh, dude, he goes, give me some reggae. And they break yeah. into a reggae port live. Yeah. That's not true. Bob, back me. It's true. Uh, yo. I'm going to hold. Please hold. <laughs> so, this is... Uh, for the bummers, this is for the, and for the mummers. The, this is for the mummers, the mummers and the bummers. Uh, and if you are uh, in a mood to feel worse, this record's going to do a good job of it. So check that out. Uh, I would also urge you to go to Run for Covers Distro, which, as I've pointed out in a recent episode, impressed me so much. Uh, and uh, give that shit a shot as well because there's going to be something uh, that you adore. What are you playing now? What? He's, He's doing a message to you, Rudy? What, what's happening here? Yes. No. Fuck you. That's not real. It's real. He just does it as a clip. They're, they're, they're looping yeah. it. Yeah. If you want to watch it for an hour and five minutes, it's on since you didn't believe it existed, you should you should do I mean, that as your penance. penance. Yeah. Gonna, All right. So axe the grind, my hat. spell it out, do the codes. Big thanks to our other sponsor, Close Casket Activities. Also, while you're at the at the um, uh, store, pick Give up that spi- pick up that spirit pick up that spiritual what, it, cramp. Record, me? mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. Did you just mm-hmm. say a? He did. But did I get slurry? What I said? You got a slur. You said a slur. Oh, no. Hopefully, there's no. You just heard a slur. You said a slur. You said a slur. <laughs> New, new, new drug church Everybody, lyrics. Tom slur. just looked at me hyper sincere through it, like over his glasses, being like, "You did say a slur." You said the S word. <laughs> Guys, let's get back in the uh, the Toyota Camry and get back to the year two thousand. Okay. Give me some yeah. reggae. Yeah, give me the Toyota Camry. I know. How was? Did you go car shopping? Would you drive a CRX? Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Fuck I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's very little you could have asked me that question. Like, would you drive a minivan? Sure, sure. Fuck it. The the, the giant truck. Yes. Uh, the truck. smaller the car, the harder it is for me to say yes. But just because you're a taller guy. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. But you don't give a fuck about the clout. No, I, I will say this. When I was 15, I believe my father and uncle got a Volkswagen. Beetle, uh, like a bug, an old one, and like, oh, do you want this? I'm like, 
I don't think I can fit in this and I'm 15. Fuck. So I kind of wasn't into that vibe. So, but, uh, you know, not for the clout. Just, just size, just comfort. Anything for comfort. Um, guys, I think everybody loved last week's year 2000. I think for the younger folk, it's not so far back that they can't understand it. Yep. I think for the older folk, they were knee deep in it. Yep. Um, I think there's a lot in that year. I'm very curious to see what all the feedback's going to be. But we said, you know what? It's 2020. Let's do some new things. Try new shit. We're going to do a year 2000 listening party mm. where we visit some of our favorites, some of the odder bits and parts, and also just kind of some outliers that we wanted to put a light on. Okay. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, obviously, with one of Patrick's favorite bands ever. Um, <laughs> but why don't great. we start this with some New York hardcore? Let's do it. Tom, give me some reggae. What what do we have to do when Patrick gets off the rails sometimes? What do you have to do when he has to go like chase down Indian food for an hour in the middle of the night? We have to vamp. You gotta vamp, hold it down. We gotta hold dude. it down. Sure. Got okay. As we, dis- fuck. as we discussed, a very solid juice. fucking record. Mm. Oh, dude. Great way to start it. Awesome. What's on, do you think? I mean, he's fucking Whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. This is the third. So it's an intro. It's Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Living by the Gun. And then this. That's a fucking... I like what you're doing a lot. All-time fucking frontman. He really is. Uh, this, we did, we're doing an episode coming up that I think a lot of you New York fans will like. Um, if we included Madball. Madball, we should have. Do we? Just for the one record. The peak. I, you know what? Even though we... Yeah, even though we included some bands that stretched in, they're, they're, they had enough in the No one's going back to the 12-year-old Madball. No. Um, just for now. Madball, God here. God here. Personally and Zeitgeist. For a long time, personally, I might put him in Legends, but set it off, demonstrate my style, and hold it down. So many and I like the uh, the seven, the 12 year old seven. Oh, I do too. It's like fun. Colossal Man with a skinhead? And the drop of Minisaka seven. Yes. Okay, I know I'm hung up, I'm hung up on this. When somebody says once again, it's on. So good. Are you talking to once again? It's on. Are you talking to your friend that it's that you've engaged with it being on with in the past, or are you talking to your enemy that you've engaged with it being on in the past? Take all covers. Once again, it's on. Is he saying it to anyone who listens? You got a problem? It's on. You with us? It's on. I know I've said this on this podcast, but I think Freddie Madball has become a better front person over time. Yes. This is a random band, too. It's So it's Freddie and Hoya, clearly. Mm-hmm. On guitar is Beto yep. for 25 to Life and Demise. <laughs> and drummer Darren Morgenthaler, who I believe is the drummer for Maximum Penalty. Oh, wow. All right. So not rigs, not like yeah. a yeah. Mm-hmm. great record, great song. All so right. what was the deal? For, so, classic records, then, then classic records with Stigma and Henderson. Okay, 
first two. Yeah. First two LPs. Yes. Then this was Beto and Darren. The record after that was John LaFada mm-hmm. from Neglect, The Mind of a Matter on drums. Wow. Might have been. You're very Beto good at guitar. this, I'll be honest, Tom. Um, I really Dude, like wait, what? Oh, no, this is actually. Stigma was on Set It Off? Yeah. Oh, shit. oh of course. Yeah, Look My Way is before this. Yes. Yes. So Look My Way. That's the Roadrunner run, correct? Uh, correct. Yes. Look My Way is, there's no, oh, Look My Way is Matt Henderson, Freddie Hoya, and and, uh, and, uh, John LaFada from Neglect, Mind of Matter, and other bands. Death Cycle. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What a Great col- drummer. What a collection of... Great uh, drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how much... We've talked about this. Having such a varied resume that it's almost freaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad Mole Neglect and Mind Over Matter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, imagine what a random being, amalgam of... Imagine being in Mind Over Matter. Right. Artsy. And, and then yep. going and playing in Madball. Yeah. It's like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Both probably fun as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. Both challenging in the ways that you would want musically. Yes. But... One comes with an air of adventurism. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? oh, like, that that could be said. All right. <laughs> Speaking of adventurism, let's go to Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse, I've heard of it. Yeah, this band Earth Crisis. Mm. Have you heard of them? Yes, one of my favorite bands. I hope we're going to play one of their classic tracks. We are. The song is Fourth March. No, Nemesis. No, year two thousand. What did you do to my favorite band? Well, here we go. Nemesis was Freya. Yes. Weren't that in their name before they became Freya? Correct. Yo, great band name. Nemesis? Nemesis? Great band name. This is... And I won't make the same mistake. Wow, yeah. If you you just played me this and you're like, who is this? Earth Crisis would not have been top 25. So far, you're in, right? No, that was Rock. That was Rock of the Force Type. I almost want to put on no one. I do fucking love when Carl talks about the overseer. I love it. I don't like the like the the like the like, restricted vocals. No. Oh, this is like 1992 Aussie. Yeah, I always thought this was in Slither because I'm the song Slither. You no, know, that's another. That's a that's a different terrible part. Yeah, but I thought this line was from who's the songs? Who's doing the second vocals here? I'm pretty sure this is Carl. His best performance. See, you are able. I'm, 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 he's able to. Because I, I will say, like, if you told me, like, hey, Bob, this is the new Youth of Today record, I'd be like, no! But because he's got, he's got no skin in the game. I know, I know, yeah. I can, I, can empath- I can sympathize, but I can't empathize. I can imagine it. But, like, to me, I'm like, this is but Rocky, but, like, okay. I mean, if I'm going to be fair, in hardcore history, there's been great offenses of... Terrible. Well, Dude, <laughs> well, this is a picture Ozzy standing behind a podium. I'm doing a thing in my head right now where I'm cutting bail. I'm 
making excuses, saying like, you know, you got to take chances. If this was an Earth Crisis, and this fucking generic band B that was a hardcore band, I wouldn't be offended by this. Right. No, you might be. I mean, I wouldn't like it. You'd be like, this is cool. The guy can sing a little bit. A little bit. No. If I told you that was Ozzy Osbourne, you'd believe me. Let's <laughs> say what happened. The 1993 Ozzy EP with those parts. Not this part. Give me this part. I'm okay with this. Really? I'd rather have him sing. I'm not. I'm not mad about this part. Like, if this was not Earth Crisis, I want to get that Ozzy part again. I like it so much. That last part into this? Okay. Sure, I'll go with that. I want to say that the vocal production on Carl's vocals here, I think is really good. I actually think just sounds good. Like, better than the two LPs that came before. What do you think Tony Victory said when Earth Crisis said, look, Tony, uh, the, the Roadrunner thing didn't work out. Um, <laughs> sure, bros, whatever. What? How much it costs? All right, how about half that? Can you do that? All right, let's go. Bob just did a gesture. He did a gesture, a Tony gesture. Uh, Face off the plate. So, but what I'm saying is, it's new metal. I don't think it's new metal. I think this is butt rock. This is 95. This riff is straight up fucking System of a Down. No, it's no, not that System of a Down. This is, I love Earth Crisis. System of a Down is more clever than this. This is 95 butt rock radio music. Yeah, Stone Sour shit right now. Not even Sound Sour. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I think you guys are missing. This is Ozfest '95, local stage. In 2000. <laughs> In 2000. Yeah. Terrible. The more I hear it, the you hear more I fucking hate it. Can you imagine if someone who really loves Life of Agony would be like, "Oh, I don't hate this." Yeah, but they're my enemy. Shut up. Does Taylor Young like this record? Message him. <laughs> Text him right now. He's going to. You could use your computer if it would be easier for you. Yeah, I know. I know. He picked up the small machine and it fucked him up. So if that was not Earth Crisis, neither of you would be wholly offended. No, I just, but, like, I'm but because it is, it's really difficult. Yes. I understand that impulse very much. We but next? I'm not. I love Earth Crisis. Earth Crisis, I love you. That was a dark moment. I'd never want to revisit it. I'm sorry. I, I can't say anything positive about it. Here comes this. Nemesis by Earth Crisis. Again. Um, <laughs> I will take contain, control, to dominate a thousand times. A thousand times. And I, I think like that, that sucks, too. Oh, I like that song. Really? Yeah. So here's, is that the parsing? You like Gamora's. No, but that was from... Uh, uh, Breed the Killers? Breed the Killers. Okay. So Breed the Killers, uh, I think, is Breed just... Breed the Killers, you really are out on Tom. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's not and, great. Okay, and you... <laughs> But You're ha- out on it, it but you have some songs. It has heavy moments, a couple tracks. Uh, it's the vocals that are halting that just yeah. take you out of it because they went for something. Purely on vocal Into production. So there are vocals over, like when he's doing the hard voice, not, not a Zazie voice. I straight up might take this over uh, Breed the Killers. Okay. Breed the Killers was going for like almost, not death metal, but going for like, Machine. I would say something heavier than all that. It was like, I, I don't know. I don't, okay. it, it just does not work. Okay. Uh, let's Cause, go because Earth Crisis pl- is plotting. It's like you got to do it right. Let's lighten the mood. Let's do it. Like shake okay, it off. Yeah, shake it off. Talk shake about off. talk about uh, what's your favorite off. season, Patrick? The only one you like? Summer. That's it. And let's let's do when twenty summers pass. Shelter. Shelter. 
one of my favorite bands as a kid. Do I still love them? Is this going to excite me? It, no, because it's the year 2000, so it's got to be ass. Did you check? Do you remember this record when it came out or no? I did. Liked it. Uh, fun fact, me and Tom first met at the Shelter tour date on this tour in northern New Jersey. Is that true? That's true. Where was it? North Jersey Retrobox, maybe? It was a, um, what's his name, show? A Heath Miller show? Heath Miller show. XSDB. Twenty summers I've run out of things to sing about. So I think I said, I said off the air, this is Ray Capo telling you stories. It's not him telling you about how to live. It's not him being angry. This is Dylan Faze. What's that? This is Dylan Faze. It's it's post devotee like, and it's not to say that he isn't not into Christian consciousness. That's all over here too. But he's really kind of speaking more of like personal experiences. It's like his visions of Johanna right now. This is straight up like Uncle Ray is telling us a story that sucks. That's what it is. Like, like wrap it up, B. I like this song. I had a couple others. Yeah. This is not a bad no, shelter song, song by any means. This fits in the set. When they yeah. play sets, this, this fits right in. But I don't think it holds a fucking candle to Mantra or, or Quest for Certainty. Yeah. Quest for Certainty. Yeah. No. You know what I hate? Nice, nice what is this on? Here? This is what? What record label? Victor, well, so Century Media had worldwide rights, but it was released on Victory in the U.S. And who put up Beyond Planet Earth? Roadrunner. Roadrunner. We, a bunch of my dudes worked at Roadrunner, when that record came out. I cannot tell you how many Ray Capo stickers we had when they were promoting it. He's on a surfboard. Fuck you. Flowing, floating away from nope. Planet Earth. Beyond Planet Earth. Yeah. Dude, we had it on everything. I mean, but here's the deal. If someone said, Tom or Pat or Bob... Here's an outer space surfboard. You can go fly around in outer space. Don't you do it? Oh, that's a good point. I'd be so surfing. Surfer. I guess. I guess. Yeah, Norn Rad, you're in. As long as Earth isn't getting Zen Law, that was good. I guess. Honestly, I guess if Roadrunner offered me a space surfboard and I could, like Norn Rad, yes, yeah. uh, be. I don't want to be held of Galactus no? because it involves no. too much bloodshed. Much killing. Yeah. You're vegan. You yeah. can explain that. Galactus. I'm yeah. vegan. I can't do this. Yeah. No slaughter. It's unfortunate that that's a live, others must die. I mean, is this the story waiting from Nornrad? There's a vegan metaphor. There is a vegan metaphor. There's a lot of great Silver Story stories, but you could write a really good one. Uh, Oh. Um, Silver Surfer, underrated cool superhero. Uh, Shelter, great song. There's some great songs on that record. There's some ones as in the band, one of them. Uh, Sort of, but sort of awful too. Yeah, sort of. Like, Like, it's very weird and personal, and like also a little bit joyful in a weird way. I don't know. I can't really explain it and talk about it without being really uncomfortable. I wait, I, 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 this is way more involved than I thought. I feel like we could actually have a conversation with Ray where he would understand that there's so much love and respect about this and that, you know, he probably is like, yeah, you know. It's, it's also cool. okay to Fuck. brick every once in a while. Like, and it's, it's okay to, it's okay. You know what he's run. probably saying? Yeah. It's okay you to think about the health food restaurant mm, over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I refute that, but we got to add uh, date, extra dates. I just want to update you wait, guys. Wait, that, all right? wait, can you bring the propaganda fan back in here? Propa- propaganda. That's who it is. Andy Propaganda <laughs> over here. Taylor Young. Yes. Of Twitching Tongues, Nails, whatever else fame. You dropped uh, someone. Uh, well, yeah, I no, think, I think, right, we get it. You have his fucking number. No, but I figured would. What if somebody doesn't know who the fuck I'm talking about? And I just Taylor go, Young, I just go. Taylor says. Taylor, when you of the say pod. that, I go, dude, you guys know like six Taylors. Listen, that's that's true. So, okay, so you guys asked me to ask Taylor what he thought I of fucking. I cannot Slither. believe how big the fucking text is. Just hold it up over there, and we'll read it. <laughs> oh ourselves. my god. 
I'll read it to you. Okay. Do you want me to so read it for you? Okay. Starts at the bottom. I mean, yeah, I was 13 when it came out. I didn't know what was what. This is in, uh, this is in reference to Slither. Killing Brain Killing Cells. Killing Brain Cells. Killing Brain Cells just sounded like a Bad Machine Head song, yeah. Behind the Wire has a cool part. Ask him about the song Nemesis. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's Ask see. him if he's ever turned himself into a monster to fight against the monsters of the world. And thinks that maybe it'd be cool if Ozzy Osbourne did do some vocal parts on yes. Earth Crisis songs. All right. Uh, this song is by Boy Sets Fire, Delaware HC. Uh, the song is called Rookie off the album After the Eulogy. Have you ever heard this? Yes. It's a good song. Um, this is the... So so do you just want to listen to Ignite, but you don't like bros and like bleach blonde yeah. hair and operatic parts? Do you like your bros like... In, from Delaware? Yeah, would a, you like Pennywise if they were from Delaware and just a little less, like, socks to the knees? Not as operatic as Ignite. That's no, the exactly. I say that much. Yeah, not as operatic. And, and Zoli's never screamed. Oh, he screams. I think he does. I think Zoli does get some screams. Like, like in my time. In my time. He, 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 like, screams like metalcore scream. No, you're right. That is a very good point. Pat's bottom head. Pat is bottom head. I'm in. Are you really? No. This part, drive scene um, in a late 90s teen movie. Vocal part drops down a little bit. Guy's looking through, looks in the backseat. It's his ex-girlfriend's backpack. It's pink. It's pink Jansport. Goes to grab it. You don't know what's going on, but he just parked in front of his parents' house. It's a, it's a, um, it's a um, convertible, obviously. Oh, pulls the backpack open. It falls open. Picks up a bunch of memories. It's a notebook with her name and his in a big heart. Threat level midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He starts looking through memories, dreams. Her writing her first name with his last name eight different ways. He looks off, crying. She died in a car accident last week. So help me out. Yeah. Those of you that know more about Boyce's Fire later career, did it all go in this direction? Because uh, before this, I'm familiar with the kind of more grade-esque or, or, or uh, clean vocals, but over much more metalcore. What would you call that? Deedle-y like, music? Yeah, Deedle-deedle. Yeah, yeah. But heavier. Heavier, but also slow and kind of yeah, g- gentle heavy. It's a gentle heavy. Like a breezy heavy. You know what's, That's a weird type of music that we're talking about. Isn't it, it is. That, that, the Voice of Fire, what, it's after the sunset? No. No, the record before this. It, uh, there's in Christmas. The day the, the, day the sun went out. Yeah, the so day the sun that went out. has more screaming, for sure. More screaming, gentle parts with screaming, but it's a very odd music style. Okay, so check it out. These, very little like it. These parts, I fully get how a stadium full of people could enjoy Stadium full of Germans too stubborn. Yes. In uh, Lederhosen. Do you think having... So this guy's voice is... Radio effect. Is a blessing in some way. But it's so earnest that it can be alienating, don't you think? He's certainly got a good voice. It could be. I think that some of the production choices and in tandem with the music makes it almost feel flatter than it actually is because it's certainly good listen to the kid from Piss Jeans that's alienating because it's too snide and, and you think oh this kid has his tongue in his cheek this you listen to and you go he's too serious 
This dude's too serious, self-serious. Maybe, but I don't know. I think it depends on the mood of what you're going to it for. Well, sure. Like, like I mean, I like I really like some hot water music, and that can border right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this this, this 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 finds a place more alongside this song, especially finds a place more alongside something like hot water music than it would yeah, that's something more aggressive. Right. Um, this hot water. I think that's played a by Snapcase. Yeah. Well, fun. So this is their best song, right? It's one of them. I think it's a great song. I think I like... Is it, what, which record is this that we're listening to? Right? After the Eulogy. After the Eulogy, which okay. is the Rise. 2000, rise. right. Okay. Yeah. So I think... Uh, so I, I think um, the the first one, I think I could probably find more that yeah, I would vibe to with. It more yeah. Yes. Yeah. Guys. <clears throat> what time is it? Time to horse kick your friend in the face. Yeah. Dead at birth. Death threat. Yeah. So you're going to play me horse jumper love. Oh, damn. Not today. Yeah, that's the horse kick jumper of love. No, nice. This is a killer set opener. People are just fucking flailing. You know what I think is interesting? That anybody dances to this. To me, this is stage bad music. The first, I saw Death Threat in Connecticut in 99 or 2000. And saw him at the Palladium at a really big show. And I, uh, what's the dude? Uh, is it White Trash Rob? He sings his part in the Death Threat song. And then he was also moshing for them. Oh. He was going hard, as were many others. It was no, quite Death, a sight to see. Death Threat appeals to the older hardcore person. That, but I don't know exactly what they're hearing. That, like... New England hardcore. You think that's but like what exactly? Um, it's hard, but it's fast enough, yeah. and it appeals to the dudes who liked hardcore in the '80s, but then through the '90s when things were thin. And it's hard enough that they're like, yeah, this is really pissed off. If you like points, I mean, if you like blood, 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 blood. If you like mad ball, you like this. Yeah, this is pissed off. I work on a construction site, and I'm going to go let off a little steam. That's for certain. Yeah. Yo, no one sounds like Knuckles. You want to talk about like he's got perfect cameo vocals? You know what I mean? Like, like there's plenty of people who dismiss this band outright because of the dude's vocals. I'm here for it. I like the vocals a lot. It's what set them apart from so many bands yeah. of this world. Um, and if it wasn't for this dude's vocals, I would be so much more dismissive. But I'm glad not because the music's cool. Too. What I mean, think about this though. What a choice. 100 percent. But it's so perfect, and you're it's so you're so used to it now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you're probably like, "Yo, man, this is weird." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's great. Yes, it works perfectly. I couldn't imagine those songs being sung any differently. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, imagine someone stepping in. Imagine trying to fill imagine in Pat them. singing. Oh, that, that would be, be fun something. As fuck. <laughs> oh, dude. If you did that, is the cover challenge for Self Defense Family? Do a death threat cover, dead at birth. Be like, I'd like to do cover death threat, dead at birth. Um, I could get three quarters on board, and I would need to bring in. You get Benny. Bring in the. the Benny knows the songs. I'm sure he could play. He could play it from memory right now. Who who would get Andrew a little bit buzzed and be like, Andrew would play in a heartbeat. Yes, he would. He Uh, would. Yeah, yeah. Andrew likes. 
Hardcore. Hardcore. I had to explain way to, more I explained to any, some people. Way more than he admits. I explained to some people who are Overnight Drive fans and fanatics. I'm like, yo, secretly those dudes, that's still the music they primarily listen to. Even though they like to believe that they, they like to act that they they're, don't. They're hardcore dudes. Yo, uh, Hans in part, just because he's highly knowledgeable on music, not just very, hardcore. Very. Incredibly so. a wellspring of useless information on hardcore music. Both we, of them, actually. Had, yeah, both. Hans more so because he, he it's certainly spent time in the minutia. Yep. And still ha- retains it all. Just like his knowledge on like tanks or some shit. All right. Uh, let's go to the Netherlands. Born from Pain. All right. Reclaiming the Crown. I think you both are going to enjoy this a lot. I said the new Downpressor record reminds me of it. The song is Reclaiming the Crown. Uh, we're, we're pretty fucking aggressive so far. How is this not brought up, though, when you bring up the go-out wars and the marauders? And the... I think it really should be. That's serious. I mean, these dudes have been around for a grip. long time. Yeah. Yo, it's, 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 a, it's really relentless. Yeah, he's kind of got like a Jocks vibe to the vocal. Okay, so they've actually released as more records with the second singer than they have with the first. That's a long time in the, in the game. Mid 90s. That's pretty crazy. No, I think they started late 90s, maybe 90s. 97. 97. Okay. Yep. Demo 97. First EP 99. This is 2000, according to this stuff. So. I listened to a lot of this record, actually. And for the heavier stuff, I thought, all right. Yeah. The recording is fucking great. I was saying, so... I think it's... I listened to this at the same time as Fury, The Five, Mushmouth, um, a couple of those other ones, and this one stood out from the pack. So vocally, do you hear some of that gruffiness? Oh, absolutely. Kind of... Don Presser, I hear Justin Costa. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Musically, Marauder All Out War. I think a less metal All Out War Marauder, and a, a less darkish Marauder. Does that sound well right? I don't think Marauder's that dozen musically. I, you know what? I used to not think that. I was like, oh, it's just not metal, and I like things like that, like fucking... that steal from it all the time. Yeah. My last listen, I was like, no, it's kind of goonish. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's creator and fucking Venom to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't mad at all. Yeah, I don't think mad at all. If you aren't familiar with Born from Pain, but you like heavier stuff, check this record out. <clears throat> Pat, take us on a lead here. Figure four, Creed. 
Okay, don't know shit about them except what uh, I learned recently, which I guess is that it is multiple members of Comeback Kid that went on to or that started in, in that started in Figure Four, went on to Comeback Kid. This is a Canadian act. Uh, not just the Canadian hate breed, in my view, the Christian hate breed. Uh, I shock. I like this way more than I t- anticipated, and that's really all I know. All right. Uh, the song is Creed because why would not be called Creed? Figure four. Let's go. So right off the bat, the, the production going from born from pain to this really tough, right? Fucking mad, this is mad ball. Yeah, mad, I don't hear it pretty well. No, keep listening. Yeah. The first part sounded exactly like this one down and nothing song that is a mad ball rep. See, I think that's way heavier than mad ball. No disrespect. No, I think this is pretty mad ball. Did you ever mock for this kind of stuff? No, people... I'm not trying to paint Albany out to be rough. There's way rougher places. Buffalo, you can get really hurt. Connecticut. The places that I would drive, places I would drive to for shows were harder than Albany, for sure. Yeah. But I was 100 pounds and stuff like this was big. Pop it. I really got my little head torn out. I don't hear it. No? You don't hear any hate breed? No. I mean, maybe a little bit. I heard more Madball. More Madball. And I, I didn't think it was very good. I think the center of that is heavier than anything Madball ever did, no? No. That's Comeback like, Kid's way better. Oh, I disagree. I'd rather listen to this than, than Comeback Kid. Yeah. But again, Comeback Kid. You know what? Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Where so I want to ask you both a question. Something that's been on my mind for a while. What happened to the pageant? Who, reason who the fuck killed John Lennon? Yo, I just, stop, man. Mark, just, Mark, just, Mark David Chapman. Just play the fucking track. I'm, 18 I, Visions. I need to stay out of this. You going to get that heavy? You going to get that sassy? Maybe not. We'll see. Pretty fucking happy so far. Yeah, let's, let's be silver lining. All right, super discordant. See, this is more happy. coalesced to me. What's this stopping? That's weird, but okay. With mosh bars, more mosh and yeah. There's no throwdown. No? I don't think so. But on that throwdown EP, I was hearing a lot of comfortables. Like this part. Yeah, yeah okay. part. Where you get that big guitar in the background. Was there a moment in time where this was in your world or no no I to be honest I never liked 18 Visions there was so, this is pre-Patrick being Cosmic Mind yeah. where now I don't care how off-putting you are the more off-putting you are the more I like you yeah, yes. this is pre-contrarian this was to me look man the craziest I ever got with my fucking clothes was uh, 
army pants that were a little too big. Oh, when you were a white belted. Really a white belted. That's one of your favorite dislikes. You dislike it so much to get that yeah, idea. white belted. Uh, How much money would you bet that we could find a picture of Patrick for the white belt? Oh, I, mean, I saw him with a fucking... We had that picture of him up front at MPB, and he's got like a spot rock hair. That's around the time period. That's when he was. Well, that's when he was. I can't confess I had Spock Rucker. I can't deny I had Spock Rucker hair. I no. saw the photo myself unless it was altered. Flared jeans, white white belt. All in. No white belt, although my jeans were always wider at the bottom than most people would like. Did you ever go super wide? I don't think so, but I definitely probably as as like an early teen probably wore something like boot cut-ish. I never went super wide. I certainly had a big cut at some point. I never went super wide, but I did the Old Navy fucking carpenter pants. Because it was for lack of having... One, I didn't want to go Jenko, but I was... Taller, oh, taller guys have better luck with that thing. But I was like so me. thin. Oh, no. The, 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 there was never... I could never get jeans that would fit on my legs because my legs were skinny. And uh, it was really tough. So here's the deal. You we still it, have two and, song, and a half minutes long. You think long. this song is three minutes longer than it used to be? I know. Yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think it's terrible. No, it's not. And I, this was my my takeaway from the OC metalcore dive that I did for this. Thing. How long did you say it was? Huh? How much longer? Oh, we still have another two minutes. Oh fuck, man! Come on. Right. I know. <laughs> like, yo, I don't care how much your friends like you or like to hit each other to your songs. This is not. It's too long. Uh, well, it depends. We, go. we have a million different parts, I guess. We're, this is where everyone's like yeah, a little jiggling Ooh, around. Yeah, a little jazz. Yeah. The jazz. Oh, no, wait, I'm not. Oh, shit. Don't punch me. No. Here's my question. Because when I moved to California, certain things clicked a lot more. I liked rival schools before I moved to California. But when I moved to California is when I fell in love with it. Because it's... It's sunny weather. It's sunny California music played by right. New York guys. Right, and it's it really works. Drive around California, listen to rival schools, have a good time. When I'm driving from doing some cardio to go get my smoothie in in Costa Mesa, this isn't this isn't what I'm putting on. No. When I got a little break between classes at Orange Coast College, I'm trying to go down to the beach, Dog Beach. Right, with Hobie from uh, uh, Baywatch. Right, I'm not... Utah, this isn't what I'm going two. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Do you gone? think Baywatch could... Is this is still this the same shot? Yes. Yeah, Bob. I know. I had enough. We're playing a full EP. Yeah, what's up? Is Dude, that it? It's one song. Are, are, we sh- are, are we done? Is that it? You guys told me to put this song on here. <laughs> I just did what you it's said. It's a song title I recognize. I deny it now. Okay, We'll just call it at four minutes Wait, and five seconds. Wait, is this the same seconds. fucking track? Yes, dude. Hold on, we gotta right, see it through on. now. We gotta see it through. How much longer we got? We got a minute and nope. twenty seconds. Nope, there's kidding. no way. There's, right. That was We're not an hour and a half. That was not a minute. What's happening? It. It's four fifteen of five twenty four. Guys, there's Starkweather albums that aren't this long. What is this? Yeah, man. This is definitely like some outro. They, they, this, this is your world. It's a gimmick. This isn't coming back. Your yet. music, your world. <laughs> Victory Records. <laughs> okay. Do you think people could fly with Baywatch as a TV show today? What would post-woke Baywatch be like? We've talked about Baywatch Nights. No, but it's a cool concept. I, rem- I, I We should talk about Baywatch Do you know what happened in the second season? No. <laughs> Stuff got too crazy? It didn't rebrand. Yes. It just changed. This is the second season. Yes. It wasn't. So far, if you stopped the, the music a minute ago and did this part, I'm like, okay, where are we going? What? Yeah. Didn't, didn't rebrand. Baywatch was really successful. Baywatch Nights is launched as like the steamier version. Yeah, the Melrose Place for Baywatch. Doesn't take off immediately, so they're like, oh shit. So they rip off, shamelessly, no apologies, 
The X-Files. Season two becomes a Monster of the Week paranormal detective mystery show set in the Baywatch universe. I vaguely remember this. Okay, so who are we recruiting to do the live blog slash live podcasting of season two for Baywatch? Can Tom do it with us? Do we need to get Eric? When we when where's you, where's Pat? Where's when, the other Patrick and and Paul? When you and I did nine hundred two one zero. Yes. Who? Do you know about this, Pat? Tom? No. Okay. Me and Patrick and his other friend Patrick, right? Yep. Uh, live blogs. Live blog the entire first season of 91210. We watched it straight through. <laughs> so like 12 hours. No, no, no. It was like 18 or 19 <laughs> yeah, because the episodes hours, are 44 yeah. minutes long. Right. And, then a and there was a lot. Like 24. 20, there was a lot of yeah. episodes. Oh, so that sounds I d- like... we, we thought it was going to be 12 and then it was like, oh, no. Yeah, we we started it like at 9 a.m. Uh, yeah, that was. What was longer, that exercise or that 18 vision? Song? That's the feeling. I think that's what yeah. brought us here. Yeah. But who turned out to be a secret fan? Secret fan? Secret fan of that uh, thing that we did. Oh, Pat Flynn? Pat Flynn. Big 90210. I think would, might be the person that we You're need right. to do Baywatch Nights with. Okay. I think he could be in. All right. That's the one. All right. <clears throat> we did roll with the punches on that fucking 18 vision Holy song. Holy shit. Clint's Let's palette. go. Carry on. So Although I didn't hate that song. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Well, here's the thing, right? Is the Cut two minutes the off and I'm in. The difference between Born From Pain. Two and a half minutes, sure. Yeah. The difference between Born From Pain and that 18 Visions song, if you're into heavy music, you should be able to enjoy both, except 18 Visions uh, overstays its welcome by a fucking... I mean, you fast forward when you get to that... Recurring... Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine listening on a CD? Holy shit. You're, you're listening to the first half of the song, maybe, and then click and yeah. skip. If not, just skipping the track, even though it's fine if you like that shit. Yeah. Um, let's roll. Carry on. That's their trademark sound right there. Shout out, this is the first carry on record with Todd's on. Oh, yeah? Todd's on. Corey in this? Corey's on this, yeah. Corey was in the carry on from, yeah. 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 Greg Bacon? Greg's not on this. No. Greg joins the band around like a place. Who's on drums? The Jack. No. Pretty loud. Poor Nick. Yep. I think Nick, Nick is on like a place. Youthful vocals. This is pre-AM. Yes, correct. So, through this exercise, when it hit this, it was very So what does this do for you? Anything? Not a thing. Not a thing. Fucks with it. Yeah, actually, I think this is my favorite Carry On song. All right. This is the band. This record, I'd actually be curious to hear your, your input on because you might not fuck with it at all or you might be able to... It might appeal to you in some way now. 20 years ago? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Hit me. Count Me Out, Best of Me, first song off of their LP, 110. First thing first. Sounds really good. Yep, so far we're coming in crisp. 
strong vocals in my opinion. Vocals really make it this for me. Really strong. You put a a below average singer on this, it's regular, fine, normal music. Yeah, like good production. Yeah. So some of these guys were in the band Time Flies, who I think were okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Right. Right placement. Yeah. Count me out when they did this record production and then Jason's vocals yeah. separated. Yeah. Along. This is in the post in my eyes world. Yeah. Different recording. That part always sounded like he says I came. Hey. Respect. This is a good friend of mine for the record. This type of music's tough for nope. me, man. Spotify just shut <coughs> on. That's okay. I like it. Yeah. So, what did you think? Give give your analysis. Me? Yeah. Tom uh, and me like it. What do I like? Uh, yeah, I guess vocals are a strong point for me. Um, I like that it keeps it moving. Uh, Minute thirty six. Yeah, it keeps it moving. It's it, it's brisk. I'm with all that. Uh, however, this just sounds like modern youth crew to me, which is like. I can never decide if I like that better or worse than first round youth crew. Mm-hmm. I like it. I do confess I like it better than demo youth crew. You know, like like demo core stuff. Yeah, yeah demo core youth crew. I have I demo core youth crew. I'd rather break my toes uh, and have to walk in boots. I don't. Yeah, this is fine. Okay, fine. fine. That's fine. All right. Have you, I, this is totally unrelated, but Lou finally responded to me because I sent it to him on Sunday and he got back to me today. <laughs> Respect. Um, it's like me. There's a dude that goes up to like famous rappers and he's like, yo, I got bars. Let me rap for you for a second. Okay. And they rap like, he raps like four lines and it and it's he's rapping the person that they're speaking. The, the guy he's rapping to, he's rapping his lines to him and it takes, it takes <laughs> them a second to Every rapper go, yo, that's mine. He goes, yo, I said I had bars. I didn't say they were mine though. <laughs> This it's like his pra- prank. I like so that. fucking funny. I'll send it to you guys. Please do. All right. Uh, next one is the band Striking Distance. Let me get this. Striking Distance. Along for the ride. This is what you have to say about Youth Crew. Well, now we're, now we're in the music I actually can fuck with a little bit. Forty seconds, perfect. Give me forty seconds. That's I'm good. Nice. That's I would nice. take hard any forty seconds. Yeah. Mm. 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 I'm not. To be honest, I'm not crazy about the production. I think it almost wasn't flattering for something as raw as that's EP, supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, you think it was too big for it? I did. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I don't know. I think it was just about perfect. I thought. I thought vocals uh, sounded. I know this is a weird criticism. I know it. Those vocals sounded bigger than they needed to be. Oh, they could have been. 
yeah. But but I think it's not a production choice. I think it's just that dude's vocals were that. Mm. It was like one of those singers who it's like, oh shit, you know, you you don't put him. He could stand behind the band and he's still projecting beyond them. All right, uh, the next one is a song by the band Strider. It's called Sucker. I think it's a little little bit different than what we just heard. Okay, let's see. We couldn't talk about this era without talking about some of the more palatable stuff. Yeah. Because there was a lot of it. This is a wave where it was like you were starting to get the choice to like, you know what? I like I like hardcore. I, I'm into hardcore, but really I like like soft shit. I like to have fun, man. Nope. I don't like fun that much. Oh. Stop your singing. No, please stop. So this was... This is the first, like, in the... Man, Saves the Day went big. We're not necessarily looking for clones of that, said Equal Vision, but maybe some more stuff sort of like that, perhaps. That is cool. This is tiring me out, man, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. This record was everywhere. Everywhere. I want to give credit to EVR. They they were doing, like, sampler CDs in 2000, 2001. And it, I felt like I just was walking by them on the streets of my town, like they were littered like garbage. Like, yeah, like I just think like, they were dropped from planes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. The Equal Vision airdrops. Yes. Mm. It's a bit like when they drop like uh, propaganda on um, yes. <laughs> occupied territory. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you're given a mission, Tom. You're given a mission by uh, our future good president of the United States. You need to skydive, drop something on. How much do you say, I need this much to do it? To skydive, drop some a package. I mean, how important is the package? Very. Uh, Humanitarian mission. It's probably different, right? Okay. Patrick? Skydrive, airdrop, humanitarian mission. Hold on. Say it again. The president of the United States, not Donald Trump. The next one, the good one. The good one. Who, who are we saying that is? Bernie. Uh, oh, it's Bernie? Um, it's Bernie Yang. They merged them together, kind of like Just to Bernie and Andrew Yang sewn together like some sort of weird cyborg. To keep and Elizabeth him, Warren. To keep them young. Correct. Correct. To okay. keep them fueling. Okay. Um, you're tasked to skydive, drop off something that's humanitarian mission. How much do you tell them you need? Or would you do it for free like Tom? To sk- uh, skydive? Yeah, you're being dropped out of a plane into a place. You gotta drop some stuff off. Oh, but is it a dangerous place? Is the skydiving the problem or is, am, I, am I dropping into enemy territory? Skydiving. Oh, skydiving? It's skydiving. It's a drop. Would you do it for like the good of the country? No, i do it for two grand. Two grand! Just ask I'm for nothing. I'm offended by that. I just ask for nothing. I'm, I'm doing it. I'd rather you ask for nothing. That's the equivalent of giving like like a server like 50 cents. By the way, oh, it's, it's when when, uh, when amalgam president good uh Hears that they look at you and discuss and like just give them two grand from the fucking petty cash. Jesus Christ, get out of here. Go do it. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. 
head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. All right. So that was Sucker by The Strider. Sure. Not a strong one by the Suck. Not, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. Sucker. Um, this is a song kind of in the thrash world. This song is D-E-A-D by Dead Nation. I pivoted. I wanted to play this over to tear it up. Um, yeah. It's off the Painless EP. Way more punk than I thought. Okay. Oh, super punk. So... The thing I've spoken on is the guitar player of this band who's the primary songwriter, aka the dude who wrote all the music very tightly, and the drummer, not that they didn't get along, but they, there was a contrast in styles, sensibilities, sensibilities, and the guitar player was the the kind of final say, like, yo man, this is, this is like my song, like, play the drums like this, and that tension I think makes the last two Dead Nation records really good because it's it's somebody saying no play slower and the other people like, no I'm going to play this faster and like, no play slower and so there's parts like this where it almost sounds like the guitars are trying to keep up with the drums bands fight over the dumbest fucking shit sometimes that ends up being interesting okay I didn't oh is it going on no, come on, 18 Visions, knock it off. We don't need this part. Yeah, that could've, it could have cut right there. Could have cut. Yeah. I would have thought it was pretty strong right there. Come on, 18 Visions. Uh, there's a good story about Tear It Up and 18 Visions playing together in Austin, um, where Dave, then years later, not years later, probably six months later, came home and we were printing 18 Visions merch. And there was an 18 Visions test print hoodie that he hid under Andy's... Uh, driver's seat in his car uh. that Andy didn't find for like a year and a half <laughs> and then and then, then the joke being oh you found your 18 vision hoodie finally alright guys <clears throat> another question for you guys from Orange County 
We don't know who the fuck killed John Lennon, but do you know who sold out now? I look. Is it? I think we're is really like tr- an Edge Breaks long like song. Is it like? Is this the, no. the theme song to How'sYourEdge.com? No, it's you know what it is. It's the you think we sold out because we get paid money eighteen thousand dollars to play Poland. Fuck you, man. We you sold stupid. out now. Mm-hmm. Yo, straight up, if anybody tries to stand in my way of making eighteen thousand dollars for playing Poland, I'll show you. What it let me make that fucking money. Solely agrees. Check one, two. Seeing an ignite in Orange County, fun. Yeah, big stage dive, a lot. Groupies, yeah. Oh yeah. Limits to the land. Oh, right. We played the Odin Buffalo with them and Strong Balls. <laughs> and Sons Abraham. Wow. Strong Balls. studies, master's degree, now consulting development companies. Who's sold out now? Who's sold out now? So the beginning of this is the plow that broke the plane. We as humans destroy everything. Well, there's limits to the land. Let the resistance and the monkey wrenching cause the money roll again. That, I feel like that first verse has become an accent. No, it sounds like he was writing like, no. like Earth's first like, stuff. Well, he's, like, saying, he's, he's saying that that's what's going on. Distro Circus at every show is a $25 shout. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck he's, you, Rick. I think he takes shots at Earth Crisis, the monkey wrenching because money rolls against. Left the resistance in the monkey wrenching because money rolls again. Makes my ears ring. I care about hardcore. But guess what, guys? No, Zoli, you are not. You are a unique individual. Yeah, the first clip of lyrics are pretty good. The plow that broke the plane is going to destroy everything. And then it's like... Then it gets into making fun of 16-year-olds. And it's like, yo, man, what's going on? I see you in your chat room. All that music got hardcore. I read it. Yo, how crazy is it that there's multiple bands from this era that have songs calling kids out for yeah. talking shit on the internet? Oh, frequent refrain. Shutdown has one. Uh, Zayo has one. Dude, there's yeah. every band and every scene considered it. Yo, man, that one fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, Ill Blood is about uh, internet shit talker. Yeah. Huh? Tennis Chick 69 is talking that <laughs> shit. Tennis Chick. All right. Uh, this is the Downset song as requested by Patrick Russell, Yo, Isaiah Kinley. Pat, I fucking hate this. No Home. Hate myself. You're no pretty. Home Steady. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. It's only three minutes and 14 seconds. Hey, I'm in. I wish you could see how Tom's looking at me. Yeah, it's not with affection. No. Oh, relax. I was going to say, I hate movies. 2000 was a weird time. Yeah, it was. This is going to want me to make them. <laughs> Check your people. Social justice. Yeah, 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 yeah
cool looking seven inch cover. Not a great Not a great no. That was a lot lost and found special. Yep. Alright, you know what? I changed my mind. I like it. You're an asshole. When can you do this? Oh, War Profiteer LP2. Done. Uh. <laughs> I keep it fancy. The fact that you were put off by Ace and Vision like fuck with this thing. I didn't say I fuck with this, but you do see me bopping. You said I'm in. Does that mean you're in. fuck with it? I'm in. I'm steady with This is closer to that Axl Rose loop than it is me. I'll be honest. And so fuck. I don't hate this. Well, wait. Wait. Oh, it's, he's just saying a bunch of words now. If this was anti-Zach Delarosa, I'd be really curious about it. I'd be psyched. Somebody check him for a stroke. Is that Shaker? Is that a Shaker? Is that a Shaker? Shaker. He had a head injury. He's just speaking word salad now. There's a world, a world where I'd like to know all the lyrics to the song and be able to just pull that out. Like, what if what if we put the song on and Patrick just started singing all everyone, everything? Yeah. Everyone. This is Rage Against the Machine of Jays. Oh, yeah. Like, like obviously it's not. They publicly know they hated Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Big beat. Like, no. Well, because these dudes were from LA and Rage Against the Zach from Irvine. By the way, Irvine's a nice place. Sure. Very comfortable. Only 40 seconds left. 40 seconds. That, I, keep it steady. This went down so much easier for me than that fucking 18 business track. It's also two minutes shorter. That's what it is. Oh, we really picked a banger lineup here. <laughs> well, I mean, so part of that was part of the exercise. Yes, correct, correct. What's the worst shit we could pick? And, what, and Pat won. <laughs> I think we're, are we turning people away from the year 2000? I hope somebody really no. liked that. Me too. If you really like that, message us, and we, we'll have a phone call with you soon. Uh, this song is off of the Sick of It All album, Yours Truly. It is called Blown Away. Okay. Stay rocking. Steady rocking. Vocal solid as ever. This is big room hardcore right here. Good. See, Rocks is really good. I agree, Tom. But I need to acknowledge that the parts that make up the meat of this are pretty good. Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Okay. The vocals are carrying this track for me a lot. Cartwheel uh, stage dive at this point? No question. There's people cartwheeling in the pit. Is it against you? Why did they you? Can I say something that might not be easy to hear? Yes. If you take the singer of Downset and put him on this track, and you put on the other track, they're not worlds apart. I was saying, it's pretty groovy. Yeah. 
Oh, and we have uh, radio effect vocals too. Where were you at on this record when it came out? Do you remember, really? No. I, what, I've told you a million times what I think is the most striking thing about this is that they really believe this album cover tanked the record. I and you stand by it. I know. I it's know. terrible. I don't know if it's terrible. If you saw this in the record, so you wouldn't think it was sick of it. No, you wouldn't. But everything, everything else this year had even more so. But sure. There was some stuff that was good, but when I saw this record... Aesthetically, you need to have a fucking through line. And this, what's the thing with all record right before this? They hadn't done an LP in a while. No, no, no. No. There was one after that. Uh, the one that's on Tax Records. That's right. It is. Called Arms? Called Arms. Oh, you yeah. Called Arms. Visually looked like Sick of It All Record enough, but I wasn't thrilled with it. And I was curious about yours truly, but then I saw it at Generation in the fucking CD, uh, the listening station. Listen, it was like, nah, ain't for me. But that song's not terrible. All right. The best song on there is a song sung by Armand, actually. Really? It's called, um, it's called Souvenir. Mm. You can tell they recorded this just coming off a Hot Water Music tour because I feel like that's a song they might have asked Ian to sing on. Oh. Is that possible? I believe it might be. Yeah. And it's like, it's not Rest in Pieces Armand. It's Chuck it's, Reagan Armand. Oh, wow. Not a bad song, though. Very good. Sure. Just a little, a little bit. Funny of a story. Tangent. So, really briefly about that, please. So they did their 25th anniversary, yep. right? And their manager is friend of ours at the time. Um, so they have souvenir. It's like I found a souvenir in things I reject. All this sort of. It's like a very like looking back kind of song. Right. Yeah. So they put together a collage of the for the 25 years of the band. Okay. Flyers, pictures right. of themselves. Sick. Like, it's awesome. It's like it literally goes from like them playing the right track in in 1986 or 87 to like MPB tours and just everyone's involved, right? So they, you know, lights go out, blah, blah, blah. Song starts. They put the big screen up in Webster Hall and it's literally the like the blue screen of death on a Windows computer <laughs> that they have to stop. And like reboot the computer. Wow! Fucking eighteen hundred people there. I love it. It was so love perfect. It. Love it. Their manager at the time was Nate Ensign, mm-hmm. mm. and it was like it just couldn't have gone any better. Like he, this is exactly he and it, sweating. Oh, my, could, could you imagine trying to restart a computer in front of eighteen hundred people and your bosses who are number one, they're furious. Yep, yeah. and number two. They're not nice when they're furious. It's not great, Bill. No. Not great. <clears throat> Fuck. As we've pointed out many times on this podcast, uh, Tom knows them personally. Yeah. Uh, I've been an admirer for many years, and I think it is a natural fact they take themselves, as far as a business, very seriously. They are a business. And <laughs> no half stepping. And Motherfucker, there's 2,000 people here, and you're fucking. When you're letting them down. Yeah. <laughs> Your fucking <laughs> Dell fucking notebook fucking broke down. <laughs> you couldn't have tested this before you fucking yep. hooked it up to the... Yep. Yeah. It's something. Brutal. Brutal. Mm. Well, uh, Jerome's Dream... Oh, no. ...brings us a song called A Well-Documented Case of Severe Autism. <laughs> you know what? A little on the nose, fellas.
Tom looks confused. I don't mind the music. Okay. No, vocals are terrible. The vocals are what it sounds like when you blow into and squeeze a dead bird. Very unpleasant. I've tried to You're delve not into anything. Yeah, well, I'm it, trying to delve into this style. I think he's using room mics for, for the vocals. For the vocals. And it sounds like shit. I'd rather like the music. The music could get me at certain points. Lost me. You better have something really strong to transition back from this part, because the transition into it was nothing. Heads up, these points, are, these parts are useless, everybody. If your band's doing these parts, make sure it's the best part that's ever. You been, better figure it out. Yeah. yeah, this seems seems cool the first time you try it, and then it's precisely like dumb. What are you doing? Kill. You doing? It, it, it makes me never want to go back to a track when it does. Kylo this Ren, this shit. Kylo Ren, kill the past. Kill this part. Kylo. Oh my God. What happened? No Raylo? Oh, there is a Raylo. Spoiler. Oh my god. Spoil yourself. Tragic. Is this still. Come on, man. What do you think? Visions? That's it. What is this? That's it. Oh, it's fuck. only a minute 30, but it felt longer because that felt like one third a song, right? Fucking annoying. I can fuck with the music. Vocals not really doing it for me. All right. Uh, this song, kind of bring the energy back in the room. It's off a record called Cold Blue by the band Hope Conspiracy. It is the first track. It is called Fragile. Cold Blue coming for you. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. So you know, yeah. first hearing this, I've been like, oh. What? Straight up absentee debate, dude. Straight up. Straight up. This would be the third track on yes. that Unbroken 7. Yes. I mean, fuck. It's a little more overt than I remember, to be honest. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. More subtle melody stuff going yeah. on here than I remember all the time. Yeah, same. And this I is Naraj and... Dan Zimmerman from Harvest. This is before Aaron Lisi. Uh, Adam Patterson on drums. Uh, Jonas Feinberg on bass. This is three-fifths of Harvest. One-fifth of Piecemeal. One-fifth of Extinction from Chicago. I'm going to say, go on record. Mirage, one of the best low-key Super underrated. One of the yeah. He might be the Walter of the OOs. He'll never get that. Between you're not this terribly wrong. Suicide. It's like you yeah. really. He, that is a good question. Who's the most prominent guitar player in hardcore of the 2000s? Jim Carroll. Todd Jones. Oh, Todd Jones. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's Todd. You go carry on. Terror. 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 Yeah. Betrayed. Right, get fucked, man. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Mirage is very good, and you're totally right. Low key, low key, very good, very dynamic. And it stops with a great fucking. The thing to hope, though, yeah. because I feel like. Not to talk about my fucking own stupid band. 
I feel like MPB Nothing in Vain, not that different from this. Posse numbers would not give us a fucking shot in hell. I'm kind of surprised they gave this a shot in hell. But, they, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They fucked with this. A lot of a little the, bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. A not little bit. More, way more than Enough all. that they got the invite. Did you guys never get the invite for Posse numbers? No. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is a band that, like, if you, like, count me out, you could, like, hope con. Well, they toured a bit together. I but think. if you, like, count me out, we played with count me out. Everyone waited mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It's, it's, it's visibility. It's, it's the aesthetics of it. Yeah, but do you think people ever thought you were, like, Brooklyn dudes? <clears throat> I think they thought we were, like, Brooklyn metalcore and yeah. give us a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played the Rotunda with Burn, Count Me Out, yep. and Time Flies. And literally everyone that I... New, like everyone waited outside to the fact that it was like I saw that was and Gavin be like right. two of the 20 people watching us right. and then I found later I, you know Michelle like all my friends were like yeah I was there I didn't even give you a chance I was an idiot yep. I'm like yeah because guess what like MPB better than time flies oh what do you do what is this, oh Striking Distance played that too mm. Striking Distance is great mm-hmm. great well a Striking, Dist- himself, a striking Distance fan and an MPB fan Completely at, divergent. I get that. At that, uh, I don't think it's necessarily so, but at that time, certainly. MPB closer to burn than those other bands. I also want to say this: Hopecon. I liked Cold Blue when I started to hear it here and there, but many people and it wasn't really something. It wasn't my go-to, um, and I came to appreciate it years later. Probably in the mid aughts, I started to appreciate Cold Blue. Um, while I worked at Rabbi, I was like, "Oh, this is a cool record." Um, but there was a lot of the stuff you got to remember. For Michelle, I think the same age as me. In two thousand, we were eighteen, and people are just dickheads. Yeah. And especially like if you're into the more straightforward stuff, as you see, that world was dying. Like I, I can speak very frankly about it, but like that world, literally in nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine, there was a weird territorialness about it, and it probably was a burn to a dude like you, Tom, in your position yep. with bands, and a dude like you, Patrick, who just thought like the dudes who were dickheads about that in your area were dickheads. But for younger people, I got into it and got to see Flora Punch and fucking In My Eyes and Fast Break and all these bands. But then the next wave of bands were just not as good. And then you started having to look around for different stuff and you were into it. But the stuff that you really wanted, the faster stuff that wasn't straight like punk, but like fast hardcore was just dying on the vine or sucked. It was a weird thing. Off the top of your head, Mm-hmm. Sorry to make you. Yeah, if you please. don't know, the census material. Yes. What's the closest thing? Did you put in my eyes as one of the no. options? I think the only one I put was four punch. And what was the like to or love to hate love versus hate on that? Love was twenty six. Hate was oh, eleven or something. Jesus. Like that. Yeah, it was not low. It was no. not high. It was no. tied with Lifetime. And I, I mean, I think that was the right choice from that group of bands, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I feel like. They might not and have been I, the biggest at the time, but they aged the best. They aged the best, and they always had a little bit of, of thing that people liked them yeah. more than other bands. you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a weird thing to experience. I'll, I'll say that. Like, literally, it was a lot of mining for stuff, like hoping, like, man, maybe, maybe Varsity from, from Michigan got better. Maybe X-Varsity <laughs> X got better. They didn't. Um, no, Spoiler they did alert. Not. They did not. All right, uh, speaking of, the movie life this time next year. Let's go. I think we're going to like Can this more I than... Graduate? It like the, the, yeah, it's 100%. I think we're going to like this more than Strider. Yes. This is much better, better than... than. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I love the movie life. Do you? Yeah. Nothing? Nah, well, I'm undecided. I don't hate it. No. Maybe I do. No, maybe I don't. Is the bridge going to be clever or stupid? This is going to be the... You'll like it. This band should have been bigger. College movie soundtrack. Yeah, material. yeah, yeah. Van Wilder too. Handsome straight edge kid. Yeah. Singing for a fucking... They did kid. pretty good. Pretty but good. they could have done... They, they almost should have done way better. Yeah. Okay. Five years later, would have been way bigger. Help me with my ignorance. To our listeners, um, this isn't a bit. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I am the Avalanche. Yes. Is this kid or yes. not? Okay. Yes. And that's Vinny. Vinny Caruana. Okay. This is Vinny. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Then he's really young here. Yes. But was he in shit before this? No. no. Oh, okay. He's got an older brother that was. But so he's in Movie Life. Movie Life breaks up. He does I Am the Avalanche. Then and he's also in Constant up. Elevation. Oh, oh, that one no. I don't know. What is it? It's the band with Sammy. That's on Fresh Listen to it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they will be playing the Gorilla Biscuit show that Indecision's playing on February 28th on um, Long Island. That's cool. Which is sold out. It's sold out already. Mm-hmm. Sold out in a day. Mm-hmm. Not to say we had anything to do with it, but we had something to do with it. Might have had something. Definitely. So there's parts of this that I like, and then there's parts that I'm like, eh. I haven't listened to this record in a very long time. Probably since 2005. Had friends who love this Road band, love this record. Um, guitar player, brother of Travis Riley from This Is Hell. No shit. Who's also in... Fuck. Nightmare of You. Oh, okay. Oh, Play guitar and sang. Kidding. Okay. Kind of like a Brit pop kind yep. of thing. We'll talk about it at some point, but I have a theory that... The circle of people who actually do creative stuff, give music or art or anything, is so small that almost no one is. We could do Kevin Bacon all day. Yeah. All day. Yes. Yes. It, it started because a friend asked me um, about Hans and Andrew prank calling Mac DeMarco and where they get, because they've been prank calling him for years. So he just picks up and they talk to him for a while. It's very like, funny. Um, I did not know that. It's very uh, funny. But so they just, like, he knows who they are now. Yeah. He's, they've done it so many times. But. He, the guy, friend was like, how do they get this phone number? I'm like, man, I, I think I could text like three people and get it now. No question. Yeah. And I think that's the story of everything. Um, this is one of those those like easy shovels. We go to Hope Con to Movie Life right into the point of no return by tragedy. Do it. Condition. Inside and out. To the point of no return. My favorite song since I got into Yeah? Maybe. My favorite punk song. Really good song. Unrelenting. I'm watching this at Pointless Fest, stage diving, head walking. So many matches, bro. So many matches. I think I only watched half the set because of that. It's okay.
How long is this epic song? A minute and a half. Oh, I was going to go two plus. Two, two, oh, one. Oh, really? Perfect. Doesn't overstay its well. Give us that final line that we all love. Give us the We're halfway there. We're halfway there. I get tired playing this. Seeing this band at ABC No Road was really, really, really cool. I bet. It was nuts. It was on this record's tour. One of those things where people were going crazy. Like, punks moshing. It smelled so bad. It was really cool. Remember they played This Is Hardcore because they wanted to be able to play with Judge? 100%. That's the it's next fucking cool shit. That's the next to Bill D. Ram. Um, Judge. Judge. And he, he, I like just one of those things. You look around and like, oh, it's a dude from Tragedy. Oh, he's really excited to watch Judge. Yeah, like they literally, that was one of the deals. Like, that's why 100%. they wanted to play. They wanted to play the same day. It's so fucking cool. Um, the dude singing right now is Bill D. Ram. Sang from the other death threat who when they started out recovering like youth of today really? youth of today not youth of today like we're not not like blazers covering disengage wow anyway great Patrick intro this one this is our last song of our Y2K Fuck. listening party okay. this is one of your favorite bands that ever never happened ever exists mm-hmm. there's never been a better band than this this is the band that I dr- wish I was in um so everybody, uh, we've talked around this band. Uh, uh, this is incomparable. Incomparable? There's nothing sure. like this. <laughs> the best? The best. Around? No one's no, ever gone. Yeah. No one's ever gone. So everybody, we speculated that people would still have a warm feeling for this if the singer wasn't widely hated. Or at least a better feeling, yeah. Because the singer was, was hated. Hated. And this is, pr- if you can be hated before Twitter, you yes. were doing it right, my G. Yeah. You were, do- you this were. This dude was hated before MySpace. That right? is hard to get hated by word of mouth. Yes. It's very tough. Now. Remember when, did you remember when Ibl- uh, uh, Heart Attack used to do the polls of like. Yup. Every year. Yup. Like, favorite, nicest band of people. Yup. We got voted in the top ten a couple of times. No shit. Oh, that's that, was very exci- that was the only time we've ever appeared yeah. in the yeah. But they were like, but they would do like most hated, most loved, most this, most yeah. And shout out heart attack. Shout out to the person who created a heart attack fanzine archive where he scanned in all of the heart attack. Is Jesus. that Brent McCord? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tanek. <laughs> uh, so everybody, this. Um, I've gone on record many times. Bob is kidding. This is not remotely a favorite band, but. I think Partial inspiration for have you considered punk music? No. But But you're only punk once. You are only punk once. That's what we're gonna play. Here's oh. my defense of this band. They in defense d- of Good Clean Fun, the self-defense <laughs> LP on Run for Cover in two thousand and never. In satire. In defense they of do Good Clean Fun. In sati- satire, they do a better job of playing the type the different types of hardcore music that they attempt than many of the bands who tried to do it earnestly. He's not wrong. Okay. You're only punk once by self defense. I wish I was getting these residuals. Bob refuses. Meant to be. You know the oh, words yeah. of this shit. Yeah, I haven't heard it in 12 years at least. But... Change me. 
Call Me So back in 2008. You know what I want to go on? I honestly, I probably honestly did hear it last in 2008. Let's go on! This is a staple in the end of the year, man. Before! All the shock, so clear to see. It's never meant to be. It's okay! This motherfucker is fucking giving me the stink face about the goddamn movie life. <laughs> so you better do it right. Before you become the system, that we all just to fight. I'm gonna get me. Flag made of the cover. Please. Please. The teddy bear that's up. Please. That's gonna for somebody that doesn't know anything about good clean fun. That might be a mind blowing experience that we just provided. <laughs> it's like, yes, everybody. There was a time that hardcore was so big that there was parody bands. Yeah, that did quite well. Yes, they drew. They did really well for years, yeah. and, and were able to run off the fumes of it for even longer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, thank you everyone for joining. Pat, us. I hate you. <laughs> Year two thousand. It is what it is, folks.